Hey listeners, thanks for tuning into our podcast, but we know you may have an idea for your own podcast and that's why we are recommending you go get Anchor. Mm-hmm. You can create your own podcast and then like maybe have us on as guests. You should definitely have us on. For oh, we're, we're, I just checked our calendar. We're busy, Ooh. Oh, but we're available on this day. We can pencil okay, we'll you be, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're we in. can do it. Okay, we, we it. said yes. Forget it. I don't like your ideas. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anchor is the system we use and it's got a lot of cool tools. You can actually, it's kind of a one-stop shop place where you can go, you can record, edit everything, even implement songs from Spotify into your podcast. Mm-hmm. And what I like about it the most, to be honest, is that it makes us money and I love money. And it also is free, which is kind of like, you know, you save money. It's like I think that's the biggest money. thing is like it's free. So you don't have to worry about like paying any kind of fee or signing up for thing. And they do everything for you. So you can go there. They will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other places your family are going to ignore you on. So uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started for free. Mm-hmm. Did we mention it's free? Free and you make money. You're going to make money. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. Your family will ignore you. That's we're, true. It cuts to the core. We're not, we're not going to be on your podcast. Come on, kids, now gather around. Grab along and sit right down. What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire, now hit the ground. It's the campfire shit show. And now, your camp counselors, Bo Hufford and Mero Climo. Nice and clear. It's is perfect it, for the rain. Is it clear? I know, it's raining today. It's raining, it's windy. San Diego's got some sort of darkness over it. And uh, I hate to say this, but it, it goes in tune with our episode that we're about to get into. You know, when we started this whole thing, and we've said this a couple times, we always talk about like, we're going to share honestly yes. about our life, about the shit show moments. How often we shoplift. Uh, yeah. How many strippers dicks you've had in your mouth. Mm, 17. Okay. But so with the funny comes sometimes the emotional. Yes. And I know that we've had emergency episodes. And I wouldn't say that no, this is it. No, this is just like a. I told Bo that I view this podcast honestly as like the friend that you get to sit down to to like tell everything, everything, where you're like right. out in the world doing your thing and kind of collecting experiences. And then this and what I view you guys as and what I view Bo as yeah. is like where you just sit down and kind of like tell everything. You know, it's hard. I think uh, going into any relationship, uh, you want to say like, let's be honest with each other. You, you, of course, everyone wants an honest like relationship, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But uh, if you were to really be honest about all things, like that can be very difficult. And sometimes you have to be vulnerable. And so when we went into this podcast, we said, like, we're going to tell all the sides, not just the good stuff. And then when those bad things come along, you're like, oh, boy, I got to <laughs> fucking talk about this. Yeah. As you say vulnerability, I could feel like a rash breaking out on my neck. <laughs> but no, this week has like so has, something. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say, this week has pummeled me into the state where I can know, I can be only vulnerable yeah why don't you tell us get us into this thing okay okay so there's like little side things that we'll get into later on and i promise there will be some like me slipping in a grocery store or something funny down the road (laughs) but i just kind of wanted to share with you guys i know you know a bunch of you are my friends and people are we're all connected on social media and everything so i just thought i wanted to kind of like tell you guys the story first but before you kind of saw it anywhere else and everyone here at the podcast like so you know i view it as I'm invested with you guys. You're invested with us. So, okay. So basically like, um, you know, everyone knows about my hound Pablo so much. 
Little Pablo, Little baby. Little Pablo, yeah, yeah. Eight-year-old, or actually, no, at this point, 10-year-old hound that I got um, a few years ago. And he had, about like a week or so ago, uh, he we noticed he was acting really weird and really strange, just kind of like slow and hard to get up and all that stuff. So we took him to the vet originally. They kind of just said, oh, you know, he's older. He has arthritis and he was sent on his way and was completely back to normal within like the, within another week. He was eating fine, acting fine. Um, I went to San Francisco for a week and while I was there, my boyfriend had texted me like, I think Pablo's acting really weird. He's not really eating. He's acting mopey. I chalked it up to like, honestly, whenever I go out of town, he does get mopey. Right, and I think right. like, I just said, oh, you know, just try to whatever. Tell him, him I'll be home soon. Yeah. yeah tell him I'll be yeah. home soon. And so this was Sunday and I will also tell you guys, but I got a new job that starts Monday at, uh, 4 37 a.m <laughs> so like yeah. and i had the san francisco trip booked before right so it, i got i was getting in from san francisco at about like 10 at night and embarking on my new morning job in the next morning so at four in the morning at four in the morning so it's like not a lot of time going on not yet. a lot of time yeah. with like san francisco and just a whole lot of us like stuff going on at home with like even just relationship stuff with just the new job and and all that stuff so it was just like a very already tumultuous thing into the mix and so I came home from San Francisco and like at 10 at night, I came home and took one look at Pablo and he had like been really emaciated and like he just didn't look like himself at all. And yeah. I knew something was wrong. So I stepped in the door, put my bag down, emer took him right to the emergency vet like at night before I had to go to the 4 a.m. I just knew it couldn't wait. And I just had that feeling yeah. like, you know, I mean, you know, your dog more than anything. And I think people too, like I remember when my cat uh, got sick. Uh, and, and it was just like, there's this moment that you just go, okay, yeah, I know what's, yeah, you know, we, we got it. This is different. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I think also because like, I am one of those weird, like off the hinges people and probably unbalanced and unstable. Like I do love my <laughs> animals more than life itself. And I have like, I always have like a chronically like two connected relationships with my dogs. And yeah. so it's, I always just get so attached and then it like, like more than people or anything like that. Like, I just feel like, I don't know. So anyway, so I took him to the vet they did x-rays and they had found at that time a big like mass in his stomach. And so, oh, it, yeah, it was something called like hemangiosarcoma, which is basically like cancer of the spleen. Mm -hmm. So they found that um, they also said like the reason why he was in just acting like very losing weight and all that kind of stuff is because they think it had ruptured and gone into his lungs. Yeah. So long story short, they sent me home with a litany of different like options and things. And one of them was like basically hospice care. So, you know, you're learning in real time that it's very bad. Right. Like, they wouldn't recommend surgery. It's spread as all this kind of stuff. So like in that way, I, I gave myself mourning for about like a day or two. And then I sprung into action and I like, downloaded like a 498 page like dog cancer survival <laughs> guide and quickly started ordering every like right turkey tail mushroom and uh yanin bio like it's a chinese herb that like stops bleeding and <laughs> like i am if anyone needs to know about like cancer of the spleen for a dog i mean obviously when you hear spoiler alert I'm, i didn't really work out well as an expert but you'll you'll see i i i tried to do my best and so basically like i had this vision i was extra optimistic of just like I'll be the one that like he's a you know a shining example of like right. that the right diet and pills and herbs and experiences and massage and Reiki and all that kind of stuff could like help him and so I also was like on the non-holistic end and CBD oil but on the non-holistic end I also had him scheduled for surgery and the only date that they had available was Valentine's Day so <laughs> so, right. so already my plan is to have my dog's giant mass removed on Valentine's Day <laughs> how romantic like, yeah I will and I was like if you guys I think I even told the vet if you guys can like get it out 
peacefully i will like wear it as a necklace and they were like <laughs> okay miss like kalimo like see you at 2 p.m and so <laughs> so anyway so it was he was scheduled for surgery i felt like i really had all bases covered of like the weird spiritual side of it like the right, you know right. maybe he's sad and this is why his spleen is unbalanced also right. like the you know all the sides that i could possibly have done in the meantime he was like such a good dog i was hand feeding him he really couldn't get up or stand like he became like really really weak and he just became like a shell of himself and yeah. i always just kind of it, it kept my hopes alive by at one point he would like stand up and wag his tail you know i said so we right. well, when i podcasted yesterday and even like yesterday i was telling him my, it will be ups and downs of like he'll be right. wagging one minute and eating and then like really kind of despondent the next and so it's just been like i've slept on the couch with him the past week in between getting up at 4 a.m and all right. this stuff and so all of this led to yesterday after you and i podcasted i went home and i just like like Jack had said that he had been lying on the porch and just kind of like nice and just doing his thing. And I came home and I immediately saw like he was not doing well. He could basically like not stand or not move. He barely like wagged his tail. And I just could tell something was off. Like I knew that something had like changed a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, Jack was like, no, 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 you know, I think he's just chilling. And I'm like, no, I, I could feel it. Like, I need to go to, we had plans, like, people were supposed to come over. And I was like, nope, I have to go to the emergency, like, where he was supposed to have surgery. Wait, so. you're going to have people over? You didn't, yeah. you didn't tell me about Movie it. Movie night. I, I was showing this, <laughs> uh, it was like this Bjork film. Like, <laughs> we were having a cocktail with, like, I, a, I didn't get my invite. Where, where, where's my invite? <laughs> it was like. a mint julep. <laughs> so, yeah, and, and also, we were having people over with, like, a dog, like, dying on our couch. Right, it was just, right. Oh, don't mind Pablo. <laughs> yeah. He's just dying. He's like, slipping away peacefully and uh, so so uh okay at this time as well it is raining in san diego and i didn't even tell you this part our roof has leaked our roof is leaking. your roof is leaking yes and uh. caesar from caesar's roofing is it has arrived at the house and so jack is like is trying to load pablo and carry him in because at this point he can he can barely stand like he right, really can't even stand right. and, and and so he's carrying pablo into my jeep caesar is standing on our roof like talking about like the <laughs> flashing or something like that and i'm just like, caesar fucking fall off my roof like i don't need pictures just fix my goddamn roof and so my dog is dying yeah 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 so so jack is handling the roofing i'm handling pablo and so I took him to the uh, emergency vet clinic, which is like what I have heard to be like the best of the best. It's like UC Davis places, yeah. you know, it's the yeah. fancy one where he was going to get the surgery. And those right. are like the specialty the specialty. VCA, is that what it's no, called? No, no, oh. I had another dog die at VCA. But no, this one was called like this. It's called Sorrento Valley Clinic and they're really okay. awesome. So I get there. They like had to wheel him out on a gurney. I swear oh. in my life, this podcast will get funny later. But <laughs> <laughs> they wheeled him out on a gurney, and even in those moments, he was like, "We even left because he looked like he was just chilling, like getting like, on a surfboard, yeah. basically getting yeah. carried, like <laughs> like a Greek goddess with like people feeding oh. him leaves." And so they took him in, and uh, basically, like they had told me that he had started like really, really internally bleeding bad, and like oh. to the point where his stomach was filling up with blood, and his oh. cheeks were filling up with blood, and it was like they, the guy was like, "You were like oddly." correct and bringing him in because a few more hours and he would have like gone into shock and all this kind of stuff so it was just like it was one of those things where i'm really glad i'm home and not traveling or not in a different city or anything like that it all really did happen like as as like best as it could be and so then um the vet wouldn't even said it was like inhumane to even try to do surgery on him at this point and then she also said like she wouldn't feel right about me bringing him home to even do any sort of thing of that so i'll speed this along but basically uh we took him into a room and he got put to sleep and we were with him like till the very end of things. And he, I was like holding his ears and now I'm about to cry, but like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't know. And so 
like I just wanted to <laughs> 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 I'm totally crying. I and am Bo, so happy. Yeah, tell me I'm an ugly crier. <laughs> Wait, now Bo is unzipping his pants. Oh like <laughs> my goodness. I know. No, things are getting weird. It's a crazy uh it's a crazy thing. And if you've never had a pet that you if you've never had a pet and, and lost a pet in this way, it's like it's just a like, thing that to, is like to hold your animal's ears like as and, they and are dying. Wh- yeah. Like it is fucking fucked up. And so <laughs> it is fucked up. And so uh so he but he like the same kind of dog he like always has been is he like died very peacefully and sweet and like yeah. easy and stuff. And so like I chose the option for him to be he goes to the students for them to learn because oh, like I like and also like, that's that's really awesome that you did that because I, I, he's so like I don't know he's just so sweet and like helpful like I honestly feel like that would be if he could choose something he's just always like sweet and of service and so yeah. I also think because of like his weird mass and everything that would be a good learning experience sure for them. So, sure and then after that they send the ashes back. But anyway, it has been, I mean, you guys all know if you've lost a pet, like just coming home and not hearing their like tippy oh taps gosh. and I can't like, you know. Jeez, I, yeah, <laughs> I could totally understand that because I was actually, I was actually just telling Britt uh, when my cat of 10 years, Pico, had passed away unexpectedly. Like this was, we're talking about like Pablo is like this past Sunday. Right. Like you were coming home from San Francisco from Sunday till today. Yes. It hasn't even been a week. And it's like, boom, boom, boom. It just happened. I have been like, I I went from like, what the fuck? I went from like being like, this is my hound to like, I am trying to like feed him with my hands. And like, you know, like I like cup the water into into my hands. I came home one day and uh, after Pico passing and uh, I still had his stuff. Yes. You know, in oh, his cat yep, box yep. and his his watering thing and his toys, and I came home and the, it was the silence, the 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 not hearing that that pet. A hundred percent. And then I just I, I fucking snapped and I threw everything out. It was like everything went in the dumpster. Hundred dollar water filtering thing. Yes. It was a yep. Fucking cat box. Like, I'm never getting yep. a pet again. Exactly. You know? I came home and I saw the list of like in the morning he gets two sprays of this. Like right. I had written out this crazy detailed right. list for all of us to follow, and and. Like I, I same kind of thing. I immediately went to go throw away the blankets, and Jack was like, "No, like sleep in them tonight." I'm like, "I will, like, I will, like roll down right. a hill into my own demise." All, I, I mean, we all deal with things differently, but I, for me, it's like I don't want to hold on forever to a no, thing. No, and it's know? just, but like, like my phone background is Pablo. My like a lot of yeah. my like password things are Pablo. You know, and so it's just like Pablo is like if I could like pick the number one like joyous thing in my life, and so it's like. When that joy goes away, like the yeah, you know. But here's the thing: I always think of is like like Pablo and, and like I'm sure our listeners can relate to this. It's like they bring so much to your life or our lives, yeah. and then they, Pablo had a fucking rad life. <laughs> he had a cool he life like that he knew loved, you, like yeah. you as a mom. So it's like yeah, that's Aww, rad. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. I'm really sorry for that loss. Thank that, you. That's a bummer. That is a real bummer. Thank you. Next. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Never, ever. No, and I honestly feel like like 19 dogs from now, I still, feel, I mean, we all say that, but of like, course. I will be like, Pablo is my secret favorite. And I sure. like, I, you know, I've owned many dogs before and, and like, it wasn't the same as with him. Like he was like, like what I had, had like almost like the hoped for to be like the yeah. perfect kind of dog. So the yeah. good thing is, is like these uh, fucking dogs. Now I'm home with the rest <laughs> of it. the jokes on me with my bad karma is that now I have these fucking do- jokes. At least it's like at least we have some dog energy in the house. And I'm looking and I'm like on Basset. I'm ordering like a Basset down on Amazon right now <laughs> and stuff like that. So anyway, like that's that. And like, you know, it, it's not easy. But honestly, too, as we go through it and we experience heartbreak over and over, it does get a tiny bit easier. Like losing yeah. my bloodhound a few years ago was like my first experience. And now this isn't 
like easier, but it is a little bit. You get you like you you have some like you become references. seasoned. You yeah. come, <laughs> become a little bit more seasoned, and like it's like you, <sighs> that first relationship that doesn't work out, like it kills you, you know. Yes. And then later on, you're like, okay, listen, these things don't work sometimes. Right. I lost this family member. It's not the yeah. It's not like well, grandma already died, so grandpa's death wasn't a big right. deal. It's not that. It's it's just. And you know that like like because my old bloodhound Sawyer's died, I got a Pablo. So it's like right. probably right. like eight steps ahead of this there is a like a something so i totally get that part but in the meantime it's just like it is just rough and no pun intended and like well the one positive i would say is that uh, with pablo's passing all of your secrets are gone with him you know what i mean everything he knew about you (laughs) now you're like i got rid of that problem (laughs) (laughs) exactly and also like this comes at a time like uh my last hound died when I moved into a new place. And within a week of that new place, the, the hound passed away like really yeah. suddenly. And then right now, like I have a huge, starting this a new, new thing. So it's like, it's so crazy that like each of these, these it's like they serve a purpose for each. We, for me and him serve our yeah. purpose together. And then it's like, they are just so like, I don't know. I just feel like when you're connected with them, they just know like, yeah, that's why I love animals more than he was. <laughs> that's like, that's the yeah. same thing with me and cars. I just really feel like cars <laughs> get me. <laughs> you and your mini. What me and like, my mini. He just, I, I you know, he understands. If you me. ever need to like deflate your mini and hold its tire <laughs> while it, I'll, I'll be there holding your hand too. So, and yeah, so I promise uh, not to, only well, to cry for the, the only two hours. And stuff oh, like <laughs> well, I, again, I, I wish I could explain this to our listeners but she just has the ugliest cry i've ever seen <laughs> it is really bad so i appreciate that oh no i've looked in the mirror before i think i'm an adorable <laughs> cry I'm just like, um well i wanted you mentioned this a little bit earlier yeah. but you've got some changes going on in your life can yes. you announce that yes, here can, can we talk about that yes. because i feel like let's go from you know we went to mordor let's go back to the shire let's wait is uh, this lord of the rings yes okay. it's lord of the rings how do reference. i know when it's that or hobbit what's a hobbit reference? they're both in the same world okay yeah. elijah wood uh, one of them hobbit yeah. No, he he's he's in Lord of the Rings. Oh my God! Just when I There's think I There's Frodo know. and Bilbo. Okay. And yeah. Anyway. 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 So the, the Mordor is bad. The Shire is good. So we're Yay. coming back to the Shire. And wait, am I a Hufflepuff? Uh, or what are you? Uh, no, I I think you're. What's what are they having? You're a werewolf or yay? No. Yes, <laughs> I'm a vampire. You're a werewolf. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. So so you've got a really cool thing. Yes. Going on. I'm really excited for people to hear about it. Thank so, you. Yeah. So I got a new job. I am um, on the morning show on a radio station here, 100.7 KFMB. And I am. And you can tune into that online. Yeah, you can people hear can that listen for, online. I just listened to it on that app uh, that we're not sponsored by them, but it's called uh, Tuned In. You oh, can download yeah. the app Tuned In on like iPhone. Oh my or God, can you please call in all the time? Yeah. You and really, I, like yeah, honestly, yeah. you could call in for everything. Of course, but it, you download the, the app Tuned In and uh, you can just look up 100.7 and you can hear Meryl's show uh, every morning between the hours of what, five? And uh, six to 10. Six to six 10 every to 10 day, 100.7 FM San Diego. You guys, if you, you know, people that listen here will think it's really funny because I'm, I'm like, I am. I mean, I'm. I really am. I'm very lucky that I got on a radio station where I can be like authentically myself. Like we did two breaks this week about me losing my wallet for the th- third time, and then we did like, uh, like people called in to say whether or not they like duck, like eating duck, like how I do. And I'm like, and people are like, what kind of job did you get? Where now, like people are like weighing in on whether or not they eat duck like you. So I honestly like of all, of all the radio stations here in town, I feel like I got the one that like fosters people's real personality instead of having to be like no our sponsors like you can say the word bitch i didn't know that and so but anyways so the the person my co-host is uh his name is chris cantori 
and he is like a radio legend here really like a digital legend content legend here yeah in he's san a big diego. dude a lot of people i mean in san diego i'll i'll, I'll mention him and they'll be like oh my god he's huge here in san yeah, diego yeah, yeah. So he's so, really had a lot of a lot of years exactly on his belt. yep he did the uh he was on the morning show here at a station called 91x for years upon years and then he was uh, there was a really cool independent station here called KPRI, and they were they kind of yeah. the station that I'm at now kind of has that vibe where they're playing like weird like Suzanne Vega and stuff that right, isn't you right. know. And then he was at 94.9, and then he was off for a while, and he was doing some podcast stuff. You and right. I have worked with him yeah. together on that, and then he came back to the station and was on a morning show. and And him and I have been friends, and uh, we talked a little bit and kind of like both at the same time discovered that there would be some interest in me being considered as like the girl on his team for the morning the morning host show and uh it was something i really had never ever ever thought of before it right. wasn't even something like lurking in the background of my i know i loved that you were like oh yeah chris called me and was wondering if i'd want to be interested in doing this show <laughs> it's like i'm gonna just try but i i it's not i'm they're gonna get somebody else i took it with a grain of salt <laughs> because i honestly thought he's bringing me in as a friend because we've been friends for a while but like when I finally when I went into the audition with him, I was like, oh, this feels really natural and really good. And then when I finally had the meeting with our program director, like my boss now is like the type of person where his like leadership style is exactly what I like at companies. And, you know, like radio yeah. can be seen for as very sleazy and competitive and people care so much about the ratings. And this is like a, just a total weird, different type of station where like it's it's very like chill and everyone wants to do a good job, but they're not obsessed with yeah. stressful things you know which hopefully will help the help it be successful mm -hmm. you know because i think like That's the calmer awesome. people are the more so anyway so yeah so uh i am chris's co-host and like it's really awesome because he's great at what he does and he's busy doing all of his things and then I pretty much get to go like yeah that's great and then like yeah. every 13 minutes say something and so his listeners have been really really nice to it we have like people call in all the time and uh we have this guy named like Dillweed that calls in and he's like nickname is weed. Yeah, it's really That sounds like a radio person. Oh, this is Dillweed called out. People will call in like drunk from the night before and just be really? like, "Yes, it is so funny. I can't believe that people call into like morning radio, radio. and I know, I know. People are still into it." Yeah. I think now especially that 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 pool has gotten a lot smaller of the people who do listen to radio mm -hmm. because a lot of people are on Spotify or whatever music thing they have. And so uh, the people who listen to radio are very much radio listening people. Yeah. Do you know what I yes, mean? Yes, exactly. And so yep. now you probably get a lot more uh, crazies oh, in there. Oh, so many crazies. I love it. And then, but you would laugh so hard because it's so different and Chris knows too because he's a podcaster where it's like, you know, with podcasting, it's like almost like you and I are trying to spin plates and like keep it up in the air and stuff. Sure. Whereas with radio, it's like, you almost have to think like he's been trying to teach me to like think about the out where if we talk about my wallet, like what's going to be like the last line that we get, then go to like a go Tom to Tom a, Club song or yeah. something, you know? And so, <laughs> so it's like it's it's a total different muscle that I'm trying to learn and I really like it. But it's yeah. it's it's a format that's completely different. And yeah. with podcasting, it's just like, Bleh, you know, you just want to talk so much. But then well, and I think uh, the other thing I wanted to say is like uh, huge props to you because um, I saw the press release that you, that the radio station sent out and it very much included campfire shit show Yay, of i thought course. that was so rad and that you put it in your contract that you absolutely can do uh-huh campfire the number one burning question that i got from people was like what's happening to the podcast Pe people that worked at the station like, yeah. right, i sent you that email was like my husband listens to the podcast is this gonna change anything and so i was like no no no. so that was that's another re reason why this job is so uh, i'm so thankful and grateful for this yeah. job is because it's like it's owned by a digital content creation company and so they like see 
my outside stuff yeah. as stuff that helps extend the brand rather than like little do they a know lockdown. we're about to take over the world yeah exactly yeah. one less dog at a time <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> too soon but yeah okay and so the other final part about this job is that my boyfriend works for a competitive morning <laughs> station <laughs> that's which right has, which has caused no friction at all no right. but yeah, yeah, yeah so but you know classic you and jack uh, oh yeah we handle everything with ease so and he works on the morning show on 94.9 you are now the co-host on uh 100.7 yes. so you are essentially in competing we are literally markets. on competing yeah and yeah. everyone is like H- how, how is he how is he handling this Better. <laughs> <laughs> Better than what? Better than originally. Better like, than a week or two or three weeks ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, it, he has always been, like, he was, was like, yes, still take it, and very supportive yeah. of me. It, it was just, it took a lot for him to, uh, like, I got a very good deal signing on to this job, and I, yeah. I really fell into some good luck. My station loves me. I love my station, and, like, I, I'm, I'm have a 401k you know like I, right, I'm, I'm financially right. it's a it's, it's a game a, changer yeah it's a game yeah. changer and so um he has worked so hard in radio and he also has his own successes and I know you right. know he and right. I, like sometimes I probably see him as more successful than he sees himself well, and I always I say this all the time it's like their success is not your failure so right. and I mean that to everybody exactly. it's like just because you know the person you know gets that job you wanted it doesn't mean that it just wasn't for you. you right. There's another job out there for you. Yes, there's many jobs out you know? there. Exactly. So. so that's been good. And then I was going to say one thing that like I was also, you know, like his friends at the station and a lot of our radio people are like family to me. Like I really have over the years developed sure. like a close relationship with his people. And I, one thing I was worried worried about taking one thing I was worried about taking this job was that there would be weirdness. But like honestly, his the show that he's on is so nice and so sweet and then even i was gonna say like i was in um a room and a person didn't know that that uh i was there and they called jack and they basically were like and jack like put it on speaker and i heard this person talking and they were like dude you know let meryl do her thing like you guys are great together and you be supportive of her and i thought that was so sweet where like he didn't know that i was there yeah and he was talking about me and i'm like it could have been so easy to kind of like coax your friend like yeah man whatever but instead like i didn't know i don't know i just felt like it was so nice to like not be in the room for once and hear. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Because you get the honesty. You know, you, yes. it's like I get really weird uh, when people give me compliments to my face, but I would, I mean, I would love to be in the next aisle in the library and hear somebody go, you know what I love about Bo? You know what yes. I mean? But I don't want to be there when they're like, Bo, you're so good at this. I'm like, ah, exactly. It's a weird thing. I can't handle compliments in that way. Right. Um, and in the opposite, though, in the opposite way, it's like I would who wouldn't love to be in a room and like kind of oh, hear, hear someone all talk the, shit. Yeah, talk shit. I don't, I'm, I, that would like make me a puddle. Like I, I, you wouldn't like it. Um, like someone that I don't care about. I would I would not care at all. But like someone that I love and trust, I feel yeah. like I would I would be upset. So I had this thing happen. Uh-oh. It was awesome. It was awesome, actually. Uh, OK, so one of my things that I do on the side is I do a lot of branding and identity packages for companies. Young, I like to focus on young companies who haven't had years and years and years of success mm. already. I try to help them. Uh, you know, if you're a, a food truck or a, I am a fruit. Uh, uh, you are a food yeah. truck. Yeah. Uh, or a, a young restaurant or company. And uh, I'd like from the ground up to help you create a logo, the yeah. look of your company, the styling, advertising. You did that for our friend's ice cream company. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. And so I, I really enjoy doing that. And I had done it for a coffee shop uh, up in up north of here. And uh, 
it was in this like kind of weird setting. It's it's <laughs> it's a car dealership, mm-hmm. but this car dealership has built this enormous like space where on the second floor of the dealership there are all these retail shops. Oh, I feel like they're like trying a, to do that more, like almost. a mini mall, but yeah. it's like a high end experience. And on the third level is this high end restaurant, so it's like you can go and drop your car off and walk around. But at the bottom floor, there's a coffee shop for all the people that come huh. to you know look for cars or whatever. Yep. So. I have a studio on the second with my business partner, Stephen, and uh, I'm sitting in there alone, uh, and it's a nice art gallery, and it's a really cool space. We built this really cool space, and so a lot of people who are there um, working in the dealership and have meetings and things like that, they come into the space and be like, oh, can we sit on these couches? Because it's like a cool room, you know? Everything else is very corporate looking. Uh-huh, yep. And then we're like, you know, we got a fucking comfy couch and there's yeah. like, there's kind of light music playing. Like, there's and not like, a Lexus dealership right, downstairs. Right. Like, yeah. we're fine. It's Don't worry about it. We're just hanging out being <laughs> the coolest creatives. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm sitting uh, at a desk and I'm on my computer, which faces towards the rest of the room. So I'm almost in a corner facing into the center of the room. Okay. And uh, this girl walks in and she's like oh you're in here i'm like oh well what's up what do you need she's like, oh we wanted to have a meeting but like i don't want to disturb you i'm like oh i'm just gonna be on my computer no problem just like i got my headphones on and just come in and have your meeting whatever so she and two other people come in and it's clear that they're having like uh, a pr- like maybe a first meeting with somebody who's just been hired on to revamp oh okay like a, almost yeah. like an initial consultation right. of so like, yeah. wh- what i end up finding out is she's going to be the new manager of the coffee place okay uh-huh. there and uh these other two people are like social media and then uh somebody who heads the entire location is kind of they're kind of getting an idea like this is what, what we look for this is what your site's doing currently yep. blah, blah 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 you know they're just kind of regrouping yeah uh, in the beginning. yep and they say uh <laughs> I'm there for probably 20 minutes listening to them. And I'm many times I'm like, Hey, I should just let them know. Like I did the logo and the branding and, uh, you know, if they need anything else, I can give them the files yes. and make it easy. I just thought like, Oh, this is lucky opportunity. I'm in this room and I get to, you're uh, the one that created the whole look yeah, and feel the of whole it. Look and and yeah, feel. And so yeah. I could, I could hand that off to them. Right. So, uh, wait, wait, did you have your headphones on but turned off? I did, but the music was light. Oh, you and little so could, sneak. No, I could just yep. no, no, no. So, okay, so here's what it was. I was editing a podcast at the time. So, in between me listening, stopping, <laughs> and cutting the podcast, I don't have any sound in my head. I got it. Yep. Right. Yep. So I can hear what people are being right. talk. So I'm kind of catching glimpses, and then all of a sudden, one person says, "Okay, well, is there anything that you'd like to change?" And that's what I hear, and she's like. Well, can I be honest? And they're like, of course. And like, I really hate the logo. <gasps> and I was like, my ears like. <laughs> and then I was like, okay. And they don't know that it's me. Right. Nobody in this room that crazy knows that, that it's me. Into, they like literally moved in to like insult you in yeah, your own space. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, this is golden. This is great. Who doesn't want to hear this? The most honest thing you can get, yeah. right? If you were to say, uh, hey, I did this piece of artwork. Or, hey, here's a some project I did and you ask anybody that you like that you know they're gonna probably be nice it about looks it. Good. it looks good oh, yeah, yeah it looks great no I like it very rarely do you get a true honest critique of your work by someone who knows what the fuck they're talking about right and and, and they're gonna be honest and you can go okay great uh so here are these strangers saying I don't like the logo so as soon as she goes 
yeah, can I be honest? I don't like the logo. The other one's like, oh, I'm so glad you said that. Us too. We never liked this thing. You know, we told them it wasn't going to work, blah, blah, blah. So and what, it just, what is like the vibe of the logo now? And do you feel like you, do you feel connected with it? Like, I stand by my work. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. And that's not me being no, a, a no. cocky dick. I'm just like, I stand by the work because it's, it's not bad. And what they were saying, it's sort of like this. It's like, why don't you like it? It's like, I never liked the color blue. It's like, uh, it's, it's that kind of, yeah, it's yes, that kind of bullshit. Like, yeah. And so I was like, Okay, okay. But then they just started really grinding. Like, yeah, we need to change this logo. This font is too small. I don't understand these colors. And it's like, I have a Bible that I could hand them that explains everything, right? And why I made every choice I made with the logo and the advertising. And they were like, they were just cutting on it the whole wow. time. I was like, I, I was texting furiously to uh my my business partner steven like i am in the greatest position <sighs> ever just listening to them cut on my shit but then i look down and i have chewed my fingernails <laughs> off i'm like bleeding they look over like why is that guy like <laughs> taking his like rule, stencil yeah. ruler and and it, it's funny it's like they're gonna be people that don't like what you do and they have their own reasons of course right? i didn't go away from it going well, this work is awful. I really failed. I just kept thinking, like, there are some people out there that just, like, the lowest hanging fruit of everything. Oh, yeah. You exactly. Know? And, like, I feel like one consultant or PR person or whatever can come in and say, this is, has to be the way it is. And then the yeah. next person in line is, like, changes it, complete 180. Sure. This is how it has to be. Right. So they, they probably, too, almost part of their job was almost convincing the coffee person, like, we right. can do better. Or, like, right. you know, this concept may right. work, but we, we're the new ones. It's so funny. So it's, did you, how did they leave it? Like, uh, It kept going further. I was actually really surprised. They started to, like, go into another subject and at the end you're like yeah we really do have to talk about this logo <laughs> and I, I mean i just can do nothing i can say nothing really i because I, I could have said right then like after i heard all that like oh guys um also i i didn't know if you guys knew but i did the logo and i could bubble i didn't want to make it you can't do that oh, see i would do that because i would? love oh my ah. god yeah i, I, I do love like stuff awkward like i like awkward yeah, yeah. moments i would say like oopsies i just want to let you guys know like i'm here if you need anything i think yeah. there's a better way to do it i think there's a way that will really I, what i'd like to have happen is the, like the the boss who who paid for the work right who they don't know they don't they don't know that this guy paid for the work right but it would be awesome if I went to him and said, hey, I know that you're kind of revamping stuff. Like, if you'd like me to meet with your team yes. and discuss all the reasons that we do oh, this, and if there's anything God, we yes. could up, you know, do again. Um, they, uh, they work in this office up here. Just, yeah. like, look for the guy at this yeah, desk. Yeah. Like, and then they would just, all three of them would be fucking shocked. Can you shocked. please, please, please try to make that happen? would be pretty awesome, right? Yeah. I think I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the logo is wonderful. I haven't seen uh, it yet. <laughs> <laughs> You're as bad as them. Yeah, I'm just like a yes person. And I'm like, I really love this blue. I don't know what color it is. <laughs> it's uh, no, I, I don't think it's a bad logo. So yeah, I, you can see I'm starting to like challenge myself, right? Like, You're like maybe it's a bad. No, logo. it's really good. It's a, I, I think it's good. Have you ever done something like done a thing and the client right after is like, nope, we don't like. Like by the time you paint it or stencil it or put sure, it, sure. paint, it, it's already approved and everything. Well, when right? you're doing a logo, it's it's you know. A lot of a lot of what you're doing is if you've ever seen Mad Men, it's that Don Draper walk in the room and convince everyone yeah. that he's right, regardless of what they're asking for him saying like, OK, that's fine that you're saying that. But let me tell you why this is better than that, you know, and it, it, it that's it's just the way it is. I, I don't give people a lot of options. I listen to what they say. I go. I'm very thorough in the beginning yes. of like, what are they saying to me? 
if somebody goes, I want this uh, logo to, for my sports company to be a lot of activity and action and bright colors. And then I go, well, here's a uh, gray logo of nothing with movement. It's like, right. I haven't listened. <laughs> so I try to listen and then I, I go where I want to go. And then I convince them that this is the right thing because I have knowledge behind each part of what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I'm not just like, okay. what kind of direction do they want to take the coffee place in? Like, were they just saying? No, no, no. Here's the thing. It's like, I uh, was up against two other um, professional identity branding houses that were did that full time and I put a package together and we all three submitted our proposals and they chose mine and so it's like the proof is in the pudding there it's like there were two other teams of probably 20 people working on it right. that were proposing and I was just like here's my idea this is why and this is what it's going to look like boom 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 but what, what about like the new people in the meeting what, what they were had, they it's been you know it's like four years later they don't know any of that oh so yeah, yeah yeah they're just going like I don't like blue they need, they're like we need some hashtags right 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 <laughs> yeah they want something that they can just type out and then I think the kid the, the one guy goes uh I said kid because I'm so old. Uh, he was probably a 30-year-old dude. Um, the one guy was like, yeah, my uh, my cousin does some graphic design, so I, maybe I'll ask him to redo it. It's like, oh, jeez. Oh, no. I know everyone has that. I was yeah. just thinking because I know when you worked with our, our friends that own an ice cream place, like, it's so funny how like I saw when I was in San Francisco I saw like a billboard for an ice cream place and, and like their logo and or their picture basically their branding was like ice cream melted and like upside down and falling yeah and it's like I feel like like really brilliant people at ad places like people can't help but sometimes overlap ideas like oh, even yeah. if, you know and, and so yeah. especially with like something like ice cream or I'm sure coffee like sure. I, there's not a limit but there's also there is like some set structure of what will make sense with the, sure, with the sure. product you know yeah I, I always get I really get really excited about like you know, fresh advertising Yeah, that doesn't smack you in the face with buy my product. Ultimately, the goal is that you're going to buy their product. There's no like surprise there, right? right? Like nobody goes like, hey, we're a brand. Hope you don't buy it. You know, it's like everyone wants you to buy their product. But like if you can do a creative ad campaign, you know, that makes me go, I really like the way you feel. I like the way yeah. you act and I want to be part of that movement. You know, I really, I, I'm stoked on that. Like there was, I just showed somebody a uh, Axe cologne or something commercial. Axe, Axe body spray. Axe body spray col- uh, commercial. And uh, it it really wasn't about, it wasn't about like, because I would never buy Axe. Because it's just, I no, feel like yeah, no, it's no, a no. college yeah. guy going like, yeah. yeah, I'm a total douche yeah. and I'm going to bag some girls, you know? And it's like, I don't want anything to do with it. And then they did this commercial that was so like, well, I kind of want to buy your product now because like this message is right on. It's right on. It made me feel like. like Was it like refined or how did they. It was like, hey, you're weird and that's okay. Let's do this. Huh. You know what I mean? Like, like it's because you have that big nose or <laughs> because you wear high heels and it had this guy like uh, dancing in high heels. It was very much inclusive. And, and I was like, I really like the idea. Now, of course, they're just taking an idea that like, they're getting my like uh my heartstrings. I mean, yeah. like, you know, you want to, you want to be an inclusive guy. And, right. You know, I have to admit, I am not, I'm not a big fan of, have you seen like the latest Gillette campaign that got a bunch of, Oh yeah. What was um, it? It was just about, about like the boys roughhousing. The, and, oh like, yeah. Man. But I also think too, Treating like women, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And yeah, I yeah. like the message, but I'm like, I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's a little bit too like, well, it, you know, like I don't need that. It's like, just tell me why your razor works and how many blades it is. I, I, I can understand that too, because there, there's times like dove did this thing where it's like, 
uh, you know, describe yourself. And then they, they, they had an artist draw them. Oh, yeah. And then they turn it around. And it's like, you don't think you're beautiful. It's like, okay. I just come need to on. hear, like, why the product works the best. I don't need, like, a social yeah, I, I, I campaign. I get it. I get it. I get I, it, too. But I almost think, too, I think someone, I almost, you could probably see behind it where, like, someone in that ad agency is like saying oh this will make us like at the you know our culture will rise us in people's right. minds and everything right there you hope that it's coming from a good place and yeah. not just like you know what gonna you know what's gonna sell uh if we act like we care about stuff <laughs> you know you don't want that but you know last night when i was in a state of complete shock i told jack that all i wanted to do was read consumer report magazine for some <laughs> reason like i got on the kitchen table and i haven't time to read it i'm like i just want to know what toaster is like the best for us and so um one of I was I loved reading it because it was all about like mattresses and sheets and stuff. But they had like a car section in it. Yeah. And guess what got one of the least rated, the lowest consumer report. One. I'm going to tell you right now. It's not mini. Nope, not mini. No, but I bet it is Jeep. Yep, the Jeep yeah. Renegade. Yeah. It, at it the is, very, very bottom. It of is the <laughs> I, I try to tell you it's one of the worst rated on everything. <sighs> well, my parents just got a new yellow Jeep Renegade and oh. they are naming it Ghee for Ghee Butter. What? G-H-E-E. I know. <laughs> this is how I roll. <laughs> oh, this is how you butter roll. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, well, I'm going to go listen to Elliot Smith yeah. and look at pictures of my and dog. I got to redesign that logo, so <laughs> I'll see you next time. Bye, guys. See ya. This episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. It was edited by Bo Hufford, and the theme song was composed and sang by your friendly camp director, me, PB and J. If you've got a question, or you want to be the next camper of the week, email us at campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Merrill on Instagram at campfireshitshow, and please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Well, kids, it's time to pack up the camp and put out the fire. But don't you worry. We'll see you soon on another episode of the Campfire Shit Show. Sleep tight.